This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three, butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. Good morning, good morning. Wake up and stop yawning. It's r in the Morning, Rudy J, Edwin Hefner. Rob is out, but that doesn't mean the show has to stop. My man is out sick, but we still got to talk Silver and Black. We're talking Spurs at 7. And, um... Where do I start? I guess we could go back to Friday. Friday night. I mean, Friday went exactly how I thought. Sacramento is a really, really, really talented young basketball team. I tell you, they beat the Spurs by 20. They end up beating them down there by 30. Wasn't it 129-120? It was almost by 30. So the, the losing streak has rolled to eight now. I I got reeled in. I got reeled in. I did. You know, summer league, seeing Wimby, and then preseason seeing Wimby and seeing the vibe and the and the energy in the in the arena and 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 hearing Wimby talk and hearing Devin Vassell talk and Keldon Johnson and they were and Pop Coach Pop talking about defense and I was like, Yeah, you know what? They're gonna win forty games. Um even my bet of twenty eight is looking slim. Like again, to win some money, I only need him to win twenty nine games. I added a twenty eight and a half. Out of the 20 and a half, I just need them to win 29. But right now, that's looking like a stretch. Even 29 games right now is looking like a stretch because, again, they can't stop a nosebleed, and they can't hold a lead to save their lives. Memphis, on Saturday, they go into the half up 68 to 51. 68 to 51. Up 17 at the half. And they can't find a way to win the game. They come out in the third quarter, give up 36. Come out in the fourth quarter, give up 33, and only score 14 points in the fourth quarter. Pop talked about what's going on and the struggles and the leads, and he even sounds like he has no answers. Well, we've we've been there before. You know, we had uh, an 18-point lead, I think, at some point, you know, I think in the first half. But... uh, we just have trouble sustaining. We get those periods where uh, the, the physicality builds and we go dry offensively. And uh, when you don't score and you're in transition defense all the time, it makes it difficult and the leads dissipate. So it's just that consistency to continue to uh, score uh, because when you're going back on defense all the time, it makes it really tough. That's the, that's the bottom line. The physicality picks up that. So basically what he's telling me is, and I, and I guess we can see this with our own eyes. It's almost like teams like, okay, they're toying with the Spurs. Teams are toying with the Spurs. That's exactly what's going on. That's, it's not like they're getting these leads because they're playing this great basketball. They're getting these leads because no one's really taking them seriously. And, and, and that's not, I'm not, not like, I'm not knocking them. I'm not knocking the Spurs. I'm not trying to come off as harsh. But what I'm saying is, this is what the NBA is. The NBA is, when, you, when you're playing up against a team that you know you can beat, you kind of sleepwalk through a quarter or two, maybe even three, depending on what it is. And at any given time, they know they can, they can turn up the defense, they can turn up the physicality, as Pop said, and they go and they snatch the game 
from the Spurs' palm. This is this isn't like you know. That's why I'm concerned about the 29 wins. I'm just concerned about the team. Forget the wins. Let's forget the wins for a moment. I'm just concerned about the team as a whole because at any given moment, teams can turn it on and beat them. And that's the size of a team that's probably going to lose 60 games again. You know, I, I I hate to throw in the towel 13 games in as far as on what this season is going to look like, but they're going to have to give me a reason to not throw in the towel because I have it in my hand, you know, kind of like, you know, where, you know, well, Rocky had the towel in his hand and Apollo's trainers like throw the damn towel. Like, you know, they, you know, the trainer's asking me to throw the towel. I don't want to, but I do have it in my hand because this is bad. This is bad, and I don't know when they're going to win a game. Now, the James Harden Clippers are here tonight. They finally got a win. They beat Houston. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> got to give Russell some props. Russell went to Tyron Lue said, look, man, this is bad. I got you. I'll come off the bench so we could get some continuity. And what do you know? They go and they win the game. I didn't want the the James Harden Clippers, their first win, to be against the Spurs. So at least I don't have to worry about that. So if they lose to the – well, when they lose to the Clippers tonight, I'll be able to sleep a little bit better knowing that they had already – they've already gotten a win over somebody. I didn't want that team to be, their, you know, their first win over the uh, San Antonio Spurs. But, yeah, man, teams are toying with them. They've lost eight in a row. They got the Clippers Monday, then Wednesday. Then Friday you got Golden State. Golden State's on the losing streak themselves. Maybe they can beat Golden State. I don't know. I just uh, looking at the schedule and all. If you can't beat that Memphis team, who's just as bad as you, no John Morant, they're awful. Their record is three and nine. After they beat the Spurs, so coming into that game, they only had two wins. You can't beat that Memphis team at home, up seventeen. I don't know when they win again. I, I, I honestly don't know when they win again. Now, if the, cause again, if the Clippers have found some continuity now that Westbrook going to the bench, they're going to lose Monday and Wednesday. Maybe you beat Golden State Friday. Maybe I give you that. Maybe they get that one. Then Sunday, you got Denver. You're not, you're not beating Denver. Denver's liable to beat you by 40. I didn't see this coming. Again, I, I figured at some point they were going to struggle. They're a young team, but I didn't see this coming. This is awful. This is awful. It is awful to watch this team get toyed with. Like teams literally lollygagging, playing grab ass. Then they look at each other and say, all right, man, y'all ready? Let, 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 let's do away with these youngsters. And it's concerning when Pop says when the physicality picks up, we kind of go away and we're always in transition defense. 15 turnovers the other night versus Memphis. Wimby had 19 points, continues to struggle from three. He had 13 rebounds. I like what he's doing on the rebounding side. Now, Pop, the, the thing about this is, it's like I feel like this whole Wimby playing the five. Wimby playing the five. Is he going to play the five? I don't know what position they're playing. I just see they're out there hooping, and they're not doing a good job of it. At this point, what does it matter what position he's playing? Play him any damn where to stop the bleeding. Pop talked about Wimby playing at the five. Uh, you know, he's, he's learning. It's. I mean, I don't think we're amazing in the world in any way, shape, or form, but uh, it's certainly a learning process for him, but he's uh, amenable to it and, you know, coming along just fine. Had eight blocks. Imagine getting eight blocks in a game and losing by 12 and the game you were up by 17. And giving up 120. Eight, yeah. Worst defense in the league. Not physical. 
can't close teams out. And then the to, the to boot, Devin Vassell is never healthy. He was hurt a lot last year. Now, is he really hurt? Or have they thrown in the towel and they low managing and, you know, trying to lose games again? I don't know what's going on. I honestly don't know what is going on. But all I know is Devin Vassell's been out, and this seems to be a pattern up to this point. I'm not going to call him Anthony Davis yet, but he's definitely been um, snake bit or it's unfortunate or just, you know, bad luck or whatever you want to call it. But your best ability is availability. And, you know, in his career, he has, you know, there's been times where he's just not available. I don't know if that's going to be a thing that, that continues or not. But when do they win again? Six five six three seven seven six. Looking at the schedule, the to the people like myself who thought they would win 40 games or the people like myself that thought they'd win over 30 games, where are you at right now with this team? Six five six three seven seven six. When do they win again? And have you thrown in the towel on this season? Thirteen games in. I can't believe I'm asking that right now. Chris Gonzalez on YouTube. Shout out to the YouTubers. Please subscribe. Like says the Spurs have no leader. Uh, if one of if so, okay, so Chris, if somebody was a leader on the team, <laughs> is that is that? I mean, okay, you got somebody yelling and screaming at guys and. Taking control. I think Keldon's a leader. I think Wimby's a leader. But if you want me to pick a leader on the team, I would. I think Keldon's a leader. No, I'm, I don't think. I know Keldon's a leader. He's a leader. I mean, he, the best player doesn't have to be the leader. I don't think he's the best player, but I definitely think he's the leader on the team. And with that being said, what has it helped? Having somebody yelling and screaming and patting guys on the butts and picking guys up and saying, let's get back on defense, let's play harder. I don't know if that's changes anything goldfinger one two three it's okay rudy call it like i've been saying the spurs are tanking ah ah no way for what for who tanking for who is there another Wimby on the rise who's the number one overall pick this year who's coming as it uh who i, I don't even know who what what do we take look I don't think they're tanking, but I don't think they'd mind another top five pick. They got a whole bunch of picks over the next couple of years. They clearly didn't want to go the veteran route. So maybe they're just going to build it over time. I mean, when I look up the road to Oklahoma City, ah, it took them a while. It took them a while. It took them a few years. You know, they got Giddy in the draft. You got Chet in the draft. You made a nice trade and went and got Shea Gilgis Alexander. And they finally put it together, and they seem like they have all the pieces to be going in the in the right direction. So maybe it's going to take some years. But again, man, it's my fault. The reason I'm just so disappointed is because I guess I had false. My hopes were too high. I should have never had them that high. I, and I don't know what what made me jump on the bandwagon of this forty games. I don't know. I, I don't know why I bought so much into preseason into summer league. I got hype. Got a little bit too hype, man. And uh, I'm about. I got the towel in my hand. Not ready to throw it in, but I'm here. If the hell, if they don't win a game in November, if they don't win it again in November, <laughs> I'll throw in the towel and I'll say, all right, let's 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 get ready for another top five pick. Again, two Clippers, Golden State, Denver, and Atlanta. That's how they end November. If they don't win one of those, I'll throw in the towel. I'm gonna hang with them for now. Six five six three seven seven six. When do they win again? What do you think? Are you ready to throw in the towel? Let's go to the phone. Let's go to David. David, when is this team gonna win again, man? 
Hey, what's up, Rudy? Uh, good morning. Happy Thanksgiving, you know, coming up. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. I don't think we see, you know, I was thinking about this this weekend and, and you know, I'm right there with you. I really set myself up as well. Me and my friends <laughs> were talking beginning of the season. I was, I was ready to bet. I did bet. I put a hundred bucks for them to make the playoffs. I was so mm. confident. Mm. I mean, I'm telling you, man, I thought this was a 34, 35 win team easily. Same. But you know what? I don't think we hit 20 this year. It's, it's really sad to say. Um, so do you so think they're think worse this again. year? Or you think they're a worse team this year? I do. And I don't know I, I don't know if it's uh you know, Wemby is this such a polarizing figure, man. I guess he's he's gonna shift the dynamic to where maybe it's it's messed up some of the chemistry they kind of built. Um but I don't think they win I don't think we win until twenty twenty four. And <laughs> and I was thinking about it this weekend, I was like Depending on who the Cowboys get round one, I don't know if we see a Spurs win first or a Cowboys playoff win first. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've got like hopes have been shot with the Spurs, and they're coming with the Cowboys. So I mean, I'm just I'm just waiting to be hurt again, Rudy. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I appreciate you chiming in, David. Thanks for the phone call. Um, they'll they'll win a game before December. I mean, uh, before the year's over, they're not gonna go. They're not gonna go winless in December. No way. Hell no. Uh-uh. Cowboys, I might put some money on them to win the Super Bowl now, though, that Jerry's, you know, lifted the ban on Jimmy. YouTubers chiming in, Spurs should have made more changes. This team has been conditioned to lose for three years. There is something to that. There is something to that. I mean, once you get used to losing, it's kind of, it gets, it just gets in your system. It's like phlegm. You know, when you're sick and that phlegm is like, you're you you're starting to feel better, but you can, you haven't got all that phlegm out. There's a lot of phlegm left in the Spurs' chest. From the last three years, and this is a learning how to win. You got to learn how to lose before you learn how to win, and that's where they are right now. Let's keep it rolling. Let's go to Ed. Ed, talk hey, to me. Hey, how you doing? You feeling good? I'm still on a diet. Yeah. Oh man, I'm feeling fantastic, man. I'm feeling. I'm well, feeling like ready a, for the get ready to grab it up, right? This yeah, week, yeah. I got to right? die. I'm yeah. I'm gonna diet all week and then I, go crazy on I, Thursday. I've been fasting. I've been fasting like a fool. I haven't eaten anything. I'm just getting ready to eat. Damn. I have a question. Why is Pop and, and everybody else ignoring the fact that basically they're playing without a quarterback? They don't have a point guard. And they have the quarterbacks that they do got. Like, they got their backup quarterback, and he's really good, and he just doesn't play because Pop wants to He wants to get a defensive back and try to make him the point guard. And nobody says anything about that. Mm-hmm. And then you, be, you get your best defender. And you're trying to make him like, hey, he's a quarterback and he's not defending. Now your defense stinks. How come we're talking about scoring more points when we're not talking about this? I mean, they can't do switches. They can't go on the screens. They don't fill the gap. There's no eye on ball, ball on man. It's basic stuff. You guys are talking about all this stuff. You're talking about scoring more points. They can score points. They can't play no D because the defensive guy everybody was praising last year it's been switched to a try to be a quarterback, and you guys don't talk about it. And he put the backup quarterback on the bench and put him on ice. Yeah, I appreciate so the phone. So when call. that changes, that changes, then you'll win. All right, I appreciate the phone call. Actually, we've talked a lot about defense, right? Have, have we? Edwin? Am I wrong? We've talked about defense quite a bit. Maybe not this morning. We haven't. But I mean, we. I no. Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I just said five minutes ago they're the worst defense in the league. 
Now, it, now the point that you bring up that I that I can appreciate is well, Jeremy Shohan being out there at point guard, whatever. Again, the positions don't matter, and the only reason why I'm hesitant to sit, talk tank is because if I say tanking, then I'm absolving them of accountability. Then as, as, that's it's an excuse. Then no one's got to be held accountable if we're saying that they're losing on purpose, not losing on purpose, but if they're not worried about winning games, then that means I don't have to. I can't criticize Wimby. I can't criticize Pop. I can't talk about Devin Vassell not being available. Can't talk about Keldon. Can't talk about Sohan not really being. Like, when you throw tanking in there, you're pretty much saying, okay, well, so if they lose, who cares? I'm not willing to do that. And I do think some of this is on Pop trying to figure this out. And I do put some of this on Brian Wright for the team that they put together. And all I could do is talk about what I'm seeing. And what I'm seeing is the worst team in basketball. They're the worst team in basketball with, quote-unquote, the best prospect of all time in any sport. That's no bueno. And I'm not willing to sit here and tell you that this year is like last year. They're not trying to lose games. I'm not going to go the tanking route. I'm not. I'm not because, again, then then that meant I'm absolving everybody of accountability. No, sir. They got to be better. And you're right, Ed. It's got to be defensive. It's got to start on that end. That's been their M.O. That's been the M.O. under Popovich. He doesn't care. You're right, Ed, because Pop will tell you, hey, some nights you're not going to hit shots, but that doesn't absolve you having to go down on the other end and play defense. But when you're always in transition defense because you're turning the ball over, you're taking bad shots, yes, that changes things because then you can't set your defense and, and get locked in and be all on one accord. Let's keep it rolling. Let's go to Abel. Abel, talk to me, man. What is up, brother? It's nice, nice talking on the phone. Met you last time at Cibolo H-E-B, man. It's oh, good. what's it's up? It's good to hear you, brother. Hey, so I'm looking at the Spurs, right? And, and this is what I'm seeing. When, when David Robinson came in, again, came on maturity, there was a veteran team of old cats that, wanted, that played hard, right? Mm-hmm. They turned it around. Tim Duncan comes in. There was already established guy like David Robinson, Sean Elliott, Avery Johnson, and they turn it around. There's not that key vet on this team. The guys, they're not rookies. They're young. But we need to kind of just, you got to look at the, the, the comparisons. It's apples or orange when you talk about Dave and Tim when they came in and they started. Mm-hmm. These guys, not one of these guys that I can look at has that killer mindset of give me the ball. The only one that has it is Wimby. And Wimby is a conundrum because the, the the officials don't know how to how to how to guard how to how to call this guy on the court. The the players are like trying to figure out how do I give it to this, this guy the ball. He he commands such a a big space. So so these guys don't yeah. know how to play with him with Wimby. So I'm looking at everything. I'm saying you know what? Everybody was like it's going to be a big turnaround like Tim and Dave. I'm like no man. This kid is 19. This kid is a freak. You just see him. He's putting up double-doubles at 19-year-old. In his sleep. In his sleep. The other guys, there's, there's no killer instinct. And I think with Pop looking at everything, we got to take a big step back and say, look, on this team, there ain't no Avery. There's no Mario Ellie. There's no Sean Elliott. There's none of those guys that were vets, that were, that were established players on this team. That You know what I'm saying? The only one that you could take was a Sohan, but this is like his third, fourth year in the league. He's not that. He's not that Sean Elliott. He's not that Mario Elliott. He's not right. that. That he's not that guy. They don't have anybody there. And then, so it, it, we just got to take a breath 
and say, look, <laughs> I'm appreciate not- the process because this thing isn't over, man. It, we, you know, it's you gotta you gotta just appreciate the process right now because when it turns good and it will turn good. We're going to be like, oh, we knew this all the time. They were going to be yeah. this way. And yeah. we're just going to call BS on everybody. Just like, Let's calm down. Let's get off the ledge. It's going to be Thanksgiving. The freaking Cowboys is in Isla, Carolina. And let's just say, you know what? Let's rock with, with the morning show. Let's rock with Rudy. <laughs> and, and just enjoy it, man, because I'm serious. If, if we're going to be, like, freaking out over every loss, you know, I'm looking at the losses, but I'm like, you know what? All right. I can, I can deal with this. All right. I know that. With the next couple games, the next couple. I appreciate the phone call. I appreciate the phone call. I didn't. I don't know if we got disconnected. We didn't hang up on you, but we got disconnected. Sorry about that. But no, good phone call, Abel. This is what I'll say. I'm I, look. You can lose. They're supposed to lose. They're a young team. Their star is nineteen. Thirty. You lose by twelve when you're up seventeen. Do you understand what it takes to be up seventeen and then lose by twelve? It's not the losses. It's how you're losing. It's the fact that when things go bad, they quit. And when I say quit, it just, they wilt to the physicality of the game. There's no will. There's nobody there to say, all right, let's go. Let's get, let's pull them up from the depths of hell. It's not about the losses. I don't care about the losses as much as I care about how they're losing. And last year, keep in mind, they had they lost by 35 eight times last year. Now, when I look at Denver, when I look at Sacramento, when I look at Oklahoma City, hell, even when I look at Golden State, I, t- I see organizations that took the long route. Even the Houston Rockets. They took the long route, and then they make a trade here or there and bring in a, a nice vet, and off, it, off they go. Look at Sacramento, the team that beat them by 29 on Friday night. Get Darren Fox, get Keegan Murray. You get, you trade from Leak Monk, you trade for Sabonis. Boom, you're off and running. So at some point, maybe not this year, but at some point, you got to go and make the deal to get this thing rolling. You can take the long route. Go through the draft. Again, I brought up Denver. Perfect example, Denver. Joker, draft. Jamal Murray, draft. There's, that's your foundation. Then you go and you make a trade for Aaron Gordon. You get you draft Michael Porter Jr. So that's draft as well. So and then you went and got a you know a Caldwell Pope. So you 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 build the foundation, but at some point they're gonna have to make a deal to bring somebody in here to get this going in the right direction. That's what those teams did. Sacramento did it with Sabonis. Denver did it with Aaron Gordon. Golden State did it with Kevin Durant. But they were built Draymond draft, Curry draft, Clay draft, Oklahoma City, Chet. Giddy, draft, make the deal for Shea. When are they going to make the deal? Because this ain't it. This is not it. This ain't the team. This is not the team. And, I, and again, I know they want to see what they got, but I can see. I, I know what I'm seeing. This, These are not the guys. As unfortunate and as harsh as that may sound, this is not it. And at some point, maybe this year, maybe next year, I'm guessing it's going to be next year, they're going to have to figure out who can, what type of veteran they could bring in, just like the Rockets did. You went and got Van Fleet to kind of steady things. You draft your Bart Smith, draft Draylon Green, then you go and get you a Dylan Brooks, you go and get you a Van Fleet. When do the Spurs decide to make that deal? This has been the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Join us weekdays for the latest on the Spurs and the NBA.